Hello, 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 good day, and welcome to another episode of After School History. I am, as always, your genial host, Anthony J. Astrotino. And today I wanted to do uh, an episode of something a little more lighthearted. You know, we've had a few episodes in a row that have been pretty serious. I mean, we've talked about the, uh, the coronavirus, we've talked about First and Second Amendment rights, Um, And these are all critical things. And don't get me wrong, there will be more serious episodes in the future, without question. Um, If for no other reason, then you know what? Unfortunately, uh, we have been put into a situation where we are required, and by we, uh, you know, all of us are required to address serious issues on a regular basis. I mean, right now in the United States, it is um, probably the most critical period in our history since the Civil War. Um, We're dealing with uh, the possibility of an unchecked presidency of a Senate that is very happy to accommodate an unchecked presidency of what of what type of precedence that sets for the future, whether or not there can be any checks on power, um, whether or not, in fact, as uh, I was reading an excellent article earlier about whether or not um, you know, the entire point of the Constitution, which unfortunately did not anticipate political parties, you know, whether we need a massive reevaluation of our government. And we will get back to that. Don't you worry, okay, my fellow followers. But today, I figured, you know what, we've had enough stuff in, in, the, in the last week or so, and, and we've had enough stuff in the last couple of weeks. I've talked about it. I wanted to talk about something else. I wanted to talk about video games. Now, <laughs> I have been a long-time fan of video games. Um, the first video games I ever played were on an Atari 2600. And either you know exactly what that is, and you've got a smile breaking out on your face right now, or you don't, you're a little younger, at which point, go look up the Atari 2600. Uh, it was a phenomenal system. Uh, it, it was it was so basic that today you'd look at it and you'd laugh. It was one button on a joystick, okay? Uh, that was it. You had one button and a joystick. The games were very, very basic, okay? But it was fun, and it brought a lot of things, um, you know, home. Unfortunately, uh, you know, it, it, there was a, a video game crash uh, in the mid-80s. And, uh, you know, if you're really interested, go, go look up the great video game crash. Um, this is the 84, I believe, or 83. Might have been 83. And then all of a sudden everything kind of collapsed and there was the idea that we're not going to have video games anymore. Uh, you know, they're, they're meant for the arcades. They're not going to be at the homes. You know, computers were still in their beginnings. And then a particular gaming system came to the United States. And that gaming system was known, uh, well, it wasn't known, it it was. It was the Nintendo Entertainment System. Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. My goodness. Nintendo absolutely blew the doors off of everything. It was an 8-bit gaming system. Again, you don't know what that's about. Go look it up. The graphics were, were, you know, admittedly much better than Atari. Still fairly basic. I mean, especially compared to today's graphics. I mean, today's graphics where you can see the sweat on someone's face. 
Uh, but you know, back then, this was phenomenal. And what's more than that is that the games that came out were fun. They were fun. First of all, Nintendo had, uh, you know, uh, a pudgy Italian plumber named Mario. And there was Super Mario Brothers. Now, Mario had been around in the past. There had been a Mario Brothers. He'd been in Donkey Kong. But Super Mario Brothers was a game that just blew the doors off of everything. Uh, What a game. What a wild game. I mean, the idea of stomping on Koopas, jumping around, collecting gold coins, getting mushroomed, saving the princess... It was absolutely bonkers, and people loved it. It, it became so successful. The, the Nintendo Entertainment System came originally with a couple of different things. I mean, the original thing was with the, um, with the gyro pack with Rob, your robotic operating buddy. Um, today, if you have an original Rob, or if you find a Rob uh, at a garage sale, buy it. Buy it to me. Offer him 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. Just buy it. It's... it's, it's It'll be worth more than that in the future, believe me. It, it is already. Uh, the original pack I got, the Adventure Pack, had Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt came with the Nintendo Zapper. You needed to shoot the ducks. The stupid dog laughed at you when you missed. But it was fun. It was great. It was something that everyone could play. And I mean, Super Mario Brothers, the music to that, sometimes when I'm teaching, when the kids are doing stuff and, you know, it's... Uh, I'm not actually, you know, having to provide direct instruction. I say that in case someone from my administration is listening. Direct instruction. This is independent study. But anyway, I'll put on... <laughs> they have, like, loops where it's, like, you know, uh, 10 hours of Super Mario. And that goes on for 10 hours. It's fantastic music. I could listen to it for 10 hours. I really could. I could just have it in the background of my life, walking around, just listening. It's just, never get tired of it. And then they came out with so many other games. You know, Kid Icarus. I mean, Metroid. Those of you who know Metroid, I mean, for God's sake, Metroid was an open-ended game. And that's the thing. What Nintendo came out with were open-ended games. There wasn't a definitive way to solve the game. You could choose your own way. There were ways that worked better than others. I mean, in Metroid, there were certain things you had to have before you went to other levels, certainly. But you could go about it your own way. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't a straight linear game. You know, the screen didn't simply scroll left to right, and you couldn't go back. Um, <clears throat> but really, the game, to me, I mean, Metroid is, it was a phenomenal game. And I, I will always remember how frustrating it could be at times. But the game that I think really defined Nintendo and has defined Nintendo uh, since then was The Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda, my God. Um, Just what a game, what a series. It is unbelievable how engrossing a game could be. Um, Legend of Zelda was completely open. You started the first screen, there was a cave, you went in, you got the sword. After that, man, all bets were off. You go wherever you wanted. Okay? Rubies, rupees, rather. I'm sure the uh, Indian National Bank was told about that. And Pakistan National Bank. Uh, but you could go wherever you wanted. Uh, you know, you explored places. You went into dungeons. Uh, you got the Triforce hearts, heart containers. There were fairies. You know, it was just, it was unbelievable. And, and, you know, Nintendo continued to improve on that 
you know, up till the Nintendo 64, uh, which unfortunately someone uh, in my family got rid of. Uh, but they had Super Mario World, uh, Super Mario 64, and um, they had The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which to me um, <laughs> was really the ultimate Zelda. I've played pretty much every Zelda that there's been uh, out there. Ocarina of Time was ridiculously, um, it was a complex game. I don't want to say it was a complicated complex. There's a difference. And it was just so much fun and, and just harkened back memories of the old stuff. But with Nintendo, I mean, you know, they had Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, which then eventually just changed back to Super Punch-Out with Mr. Dream because Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas and became a persona non grata. But these games, here's the thing, they had Contra. Oh, Contra. Hours and hours playing Contra. What was Contra about? And there was the thing, too, the simplicity. Here's the deal. Aliens have landed on Earth. They're up to no good, because why wouldn't they be? So, basically, we're sending you in there to, be, to you know, you kill every alien you see, shoot them up, and uh, destroy them and save the world. Small task, small order. And you went in, and you had unlimited ammunition. And you could jump, and every time you jumped, you did a somersault in the air, because don't we all? I mean, I do. Not when anyone's watching, but I do. And then you would be able to shoot. You could shoot backwards while you were jumping forward, spinning in the air. I mean, this is what games are about. Now, today, I know my kids are like, well, you have to have everything is more t uh, tactical because limited ammunition, this and that. I don't want limited ammunition. I want to be able to run holding down the B button, shooting my machine gun and unlimited ammunition. And I'm shooting everything up and I'm spraying it all around with spread shot, laser, fireball, whatever. Uh, and and that's the other thing too. It wasn't it wasn't so technical. It was just it was fun. You just ran around doing stuff. It was your own thing, you know. It was your own thing, and that was contra. Okay, you know you 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 did this. It was just a a, a good old fashioned fun game. A lot of them. And and when I mentioned B, another fun thing. Um, what you had was you had two buttons. You had B and A. The original Nintendo had, well, on the far left, I mean, this is, uh, for 99% for of you listening, probably, you're like, yeah, 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 we, we know. We know, believe me, we know what it looked like. But I'm going to explain it for the 1% because it's the kind of guy I am. So you had this, uh, uh, it was a cross. It was a control pad with a cross on the left side. Up, down, left, right. Then you had a select button, a start button in the middle. And then you had a B and an A. And a B and an A. That was it. I tried to play um, a, a, a PlayStation 4 the other day. It has about 72 buttons. Okay? And, and I was like, well, what's this? You know, I tried to play one of the FIFA games. And it's like, you know, I was like... Well, wait a minute. What do, what do I do here? I want to pass the ball. Well, do you want to pass the ball? Do you want to lob the ball? Do you want to make a cross? Do you want to drive the ball forward for someone to go and make the... I was like, I just want to pass the ball, okay? I want to shoot the ball. Well, do you want to volley it? Do you want the shot to be angled? How fast do you want it to be? Do you want to chip it? Do you want to... I was like, I just want to shoot the ball. See, now with the Nintendo, it's very easy. 
Okay? There were two buttons. Shoot and pass. That was it. When I played uh, NES soccer, World Cup soccer, okay, there was no chip the ball, lob it in, blah, blah, blah. No. It was, do you want to shoot the ball? I had a, <laughs> a, fun, a fun thing to do is to take the kids from today, not that I'm offending any of you, take people that are today that, that grew up with like the, the you know, PlayStation 3, um, Xbox, Xbox, whatever, and, and have them play an original Nintendo. You know, I had my one uh, younger son was playing, he was playing the soccer game and he was like, wait a minute, what do I do? I was like, well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to pass the ball. I was like, A. Well, what type of pass is it going to be? I was like, well, it's going to be a pass pass. You know, pass the ball, you click A, you press A, and it'll pass the ball. Well, what if I want to lob it or something? I was like, is the lob a pass or a shot? Well, it's a pass. Then you press A. Well, what if I want to shoot it? Then you press B. Well, what if I want to shoot it? This Listen, once you said, what if I want to shoot it? The answer is you press B. And yeah, I said if you want to if you want to get more behind it, you hold down B for a little bit before you shoot it. And if you want the pass to be longer, you hold down A a little bit. But I mean, you know, this is not terribly complex. It's a simple thing. But th- to me, that brings a lot of joy because you're not getting caught up in the whole. Well, I have to press the the right bumper and then the X button, followed by toggling the joystick in order to get the ball to you know. I'm, I've got to gauge the wind. No, it was very simple. Again, contra, very simple. Do you want to jump? Press A. Do you want to shoot? Press B. That's it. Kid Icarus, you want to jump? A. Shoot B. Metroid, do you want to jump? A. Shoot B. You get where I'm going. Legend of Zelda is the same. Well, Legend of Zelda, you know, was a little different because you had your sword, your primary weapon, and then you had the secondary weapon. Uh, you know, bomb, boomerang, uh, arrow, whatever it was. But it's the same thing. You want to do this? A. You want to do this? B. Done and done. Okay? It was, very, it was very easy. I mean, you're playing soccer, you're playing football, Tecmo Bowl, Super Tecmo Bowl. One of the greatest games ever made for any system ever. You want to pass the ball? You know? It's, it's, uh, you know, it's B. You know, A is to try and shake someone off. But it's very it A's to switch receivers too if you're passing the ball. For those of you who want to go back and do that. But that's my point is that, you know, you had these games back then uh, that were very simple. They were very simple games. And I don't think it's because we were dumber. I really don't. I think it's because it just made it easier. And I know today, uh, uh, granted, I know, you know, people could be like, well, it's much more complex today and that makes it more tactical, limited ammunition. I mean, don't get me wrong, some Nintendo games, you did have limited ammunition. I mean, if you're crying out loud, Metroid, you had limited missiles, uh, you know, uh, Legend of Zelda, you know, you had limited bombs and stuff like that. Arrows, you had to do more of them. Uh, a lot of games, you had limited stuff, okay? But, you know, it's just this idea that it, it's just so... It's become so technical and complicated. You know, you have to, you have to really kind of just, your focus becomes less on the game and more on trying to pull things off and trying to, to do stuff the right way. And, and I just, I, I can't help but think that when things were more simple, it was more fun, you know? It really was because you weren't worried about this stuff. Just running around doing stuff, you know, shooting up aliens, 
you know, punching people out, uh, you know, uh, shooting arrows at people, you know, unlimited arrows in Kid Icarus, because you know what, it didn't matter. That wasn't the point of it. The point wasn't to, to moderate things. The point was just to run around and have fun. You know, Metroid the same way. Uh, it was a lot different back then. And, you know, and then the Sega Genesis came out eventually, um, which truth be told, I like the Genesis better than the Nintendo, uh, the Super NES. Genesis had a lot more, especially when they released the controllers that had the six buttons instead of just the three. You know, games like Street Fighter became playable at home. Arcade games that you could only play in the arcade became playable at home, and that was a lot of fun. And I think that's kind of where it peaked out. I mean, I know people will criticize me. The Nintendo 64, I also really liked the N64. It did have more buttons, yes, but it just didn't seem as complicated, and a lot of the games weren't as complicated as they were uh, going forward. Even though they had more buttons, it was still fairly basic play control. So, but, you know, it just, it, it doesn't take away from the fact that we had a period of time where when, when, you know, games were starting to be played at home, when home gaming systems became something uh, that were, um, you know, possible, that could bring in uh, hours and hours of enjoyment. I mean, not all the games were great. No, they, they weren't. But like I said, with the Nintendo, I mean, I could go off with two dozen games you know, I, I could start with Super Mario Brothers. 1, 2, and 3, by the way, for the record, unpopular opinion, as many people like to lead off their TikToks, unpopular opinion, Super Mario 2 is the best game in the series. Fight me on it. I'm ready. And also had the best music, okay? Um, yes, I know. But, you know, all these games, Kid Icarus, Metroid, for crying out loud. I mean, Metroid was just unbelievable. This is so complex. Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda 2. Okay? What a game. What a game. Um, not as good as the original, but still a great game. Um, and then you had, uh, you know, all the other stuff. Again, you know, Tecmo Bowl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the running joke, anyone who's ever watched Family Guy knows the running joke. Bo Jackson, the horribly overpowered. I mean, you just, you just run around in circles around everyone. You know, I play Mike Singletary on defense for the Bears, okay? You know, have fun with that one. But, you know, it was still it was still fun. It was still a fun game. And, and Tecmo, uh, Super Te Tecmo Super Bowl, or Super Tecmo Bowl, as it might be, I never understood which one it was. It was just there was a Super and there was a Tecmo Bowl there, and it had all the teams, um, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I've heard through the grapevine that those certain companies that put out, like, uh, the ripped... Uh, NES systems where they, you know, put 700, 800 games on a system. Um, I've heard that some of them have uh, Tecmo Super Bowl where they have basically uh, 2019 rosters on them. So, for example, when you play as the Philadelphia Eagles, instead of having, you know, uh, Randall Cunningham quarterback and you have Carson Wentz, for the Steelers, instead of having Bubby Brister quarterbacking. God, that's a blast from the past. You have Ben Roethlisberger, so that's a lot of fun. Also, RBI baseball. Oh, what a fun game that was, okay? RBI by Tecmo, before Tecmo went off the reservation. Uh, that was great. Watching you know, Mark McGuire hit balls that went out of the stadium. Like, not only out of the stadium, but basically, you know, uh, it, 
If you're playing in Yankee Stadium, uh, McGuire would have hit a ball that would have landed in the, uh, you know, the the East River. Uh, it was fun, and now apparently they also have upgraded rosters, which makes it a lot of fun. But you know, so many games out there. Castlevania. Don't even get me started. My God, Castlevania. If you've ever played that game, what about the Grim Reapers level? Grim Reaper, one of the toughest boss mobs of all time. Pardon me, Kanye. Of all time. The Grim Reaper was ridiculous. Even getting up there was ridiculous. That level was so tough. I mean, the the final run towards the Grim Reaper with the Medusa heads flying in and those guys who were throwing the axes. This was crazy. Um, Castlevania 2. Very difficult in some ways. Uh, but horribly disappointed because the Grim Reaper in Castlevania 2 was terrible. It, it, he was so easy, it was unbelievable. So, And Castlevania 3 uh, was... I, I like the fact that you could change guys and, and a lot of other stuff. But still, you know. I mean, Castlevania, though, you can't beat that. Uh, look, I could go on and on right now. I mean, I could spend the next hour talking about these things. And I'll tell you, one of the next... Um, well, not the next. One of the... In the near future, I'm going to do something on MMORPGs. Those of you who had an appreciation for things like um, EverQuest, EverQuest 2, World of Warcraft, you're going to want to tune in for that. But I'm going to leave you today my... Um, my beloved listeners, with the following, um, and I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode than some of the others have been lately, but, you know, it's a more fun episode, and I think that that, that leads a little bit. I will say this, that, you know what, if you have the opportunity to play these games, if you can buy a Nintendo, an, an, an original Nintendo, in a yard sale, make sure it works, get a bunch of games, um, it just, it's fun, and if you have kids, teach them about it. Let them play it, you know? It's simple. It's simple enough where, you know, I mean, right now, like, honestly, if you have, let's say, a six-year-old or seven-year-old, it's tough to teach them how to play FIFA 2020, okay? It's tough to teach them how to play Madden 2020, all right? Uh, because there's 800 buttons and there's, you know, you're, you're doing all this stuff and it's like, you know. But... It's easy to teach them how to play RBI baseball. It's easy to teach them how to play Tecmo Bowl. It's easy to teach them how to play Mario Brothers. It really is. And I think you need to think about that and, and the joy that can come. And the frustration, too. They should be frustrated. Some of those games were, you know, darn difficult. They were. But there was just this simple joy to them. And it's something that I don't know that I see. You know, kids today get so wired up in their Fortnite and, and wired up in, in these games, you know, online. And, and it's just like, I mean, you should be having fun playing games, you know? And it shouldn't require you to spend hours and hours learning the different things. I mean, you have to spend time learning how to play Legend of Zelda, of course, you know, Metroid, of course. But the bottom line is that within five minutes of sitting down with any of those games, okay, five minutes of sitting down playing Kid Icarus, you know everything there is to know about how to play it. What you don't know is how to beat it. You don't know how to take on certain boss monsters. You don't know how to get past certain levels. But you learn that, okay? You learn that. And that's one of the great things when you're playing Double Dragon, where you don't realize that once those two adobos come out in the third zone, that you have to go into the caves, by the way, spoiler alert, you do. 
Don't blame me. Listen, the game's been out since the late 80s, okay? So if you haven't figured that out by now, you know, that's on you. But that's what I'm saying. Go enjoy it. Enjoy the simplicity of these video games. In any case, I'll be putting up more TikToks uh, in the next week. More history-related stuff should be a bunch of fun. Um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast. As always, I welcome your thoughts. I welcome your comments. Please let me know, um, you know, Antonius Optimus, Ash's Army. I've got the Instagram, which I put up every single uh, night, the TikTok, uh, Acheron21 or The Mad Historian, uh, Twitter, you know, Ash's Army. It's, it's, all, it's all the same stuff. I've got the links on all the different things. So if you get one, you'll get the others, all right? And anything you have to say, let me know about it, please. Other than that, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your weekend. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.